you're on mute. Oh, 2020. Something we're all a little bit more used to now than we were in 2019 is the trials and tribulations of a video call. It's the year we ditched everything we knew about working. We tuned into Microsoft Teams, Google Meet, and our beloved Zoom. I'm probably not alone in thinking that I wished I invested in Zoom back in 2019. It could have made a lot of money. It was a great year for collaboration. I think we can all agree that design tools have really nailed down their collaborative features, their ability to ship features for us as designers that allow us to collaborate much better with remote teams. The feature sets of most design tools are merging and the features that are being released are really closing the gap between design and development to the point where we're getting really really close to a world where friction between design teams, product teams, engineering teams, marketing teams, sales teams is being removed and we are really close to imagining a world where that those arguments that you have at the end of every single sprint where there's a feature that has been shipped that doesn't look exactly like how you want as a designer or the design system you really, really want to build as a, as a team is becoming close to reality now with the features that we're seeing released from, from design tools. And it's really exciting. That friction that we, that we really, really dislike about the product process is, is slowly and surely becoming removed. We're seeing really great strides with regards to documentation and design systems and the component first approach to design as a as a practice and i'm really excited to see what 2021 can bring for that as a as a discipline and for the industry as i mentioned remote working has kind of become our forced go-to sweatpants anybody i know i have increased my amount of sweatpants that I own, comfy clothes, hoodies, t-shirts, business at the top, casual at the bottom sort of approach. I'm sure lots of you have rolled out of bed at 8.59, ready for a 9am meeting, Re ready, roaring to go. It's become probably quite welcomed for a lot of people in that those of us that had really long commutes to work, 30, 45, 60, 90 minute commutes to, to the office, being cramped on side tube carriages or in the car, in traffic, just being completely removed. And I, for one, am not looking forward to the day when we go back to having to commute to the office. It's become very, very comfortable at home. The obvious thing is that we have removed that time from our days where we'd typically be reading books or listening to audiobooks, learning, being educated, or even just scrolling through Instagram. So maybe it's not that bad a thing. Those tote bags that we all have and we all like to collect, where do we use those now? If we're sitting at home all day, we can't show off our new tote bag from that bookstore that we bought a few books from and never read. Just gathering dust on the shelf at the moment. And then of course there's the fatigue. Being plugged into a video call all day is tiring. And I for one, definitely at the start of this experience, found that I was taking naps during the day, a little siesta to keep me going. 
I'm sure I'm not alone in, in that experience. And of course, we have the, the booming sourdough designer phase, which designer did not bake a loaf of bread during this period, made homemade pasta, pizza. We've really stretched our creative abilities to take on culinary exploits as well. Lots of designers took up woodwork. I'm sure there's, there's some link between designing and creating a, a table for your, for your living room. It's those creative exploits that I think we're all itching to do in all aspects of our lives, regardless of whether it's been 2020 or not. We want to have that more hands-on approach to building products. Another thing that's changed drastically is virtual events. They've become sort of our normal go-to now. Remember though, when you used to go to work, finish nine, five or six o'clock, seven o'clock, sometimes in the evening, and then you'd chug along to an event in a part of city that you don't normally hang out in, not learn very much, have a few beers, have some pizza because it's on the house. You don't have to do that anymore. You can sit in the comfort of your own home and join an international event. I think this is one of the most positive things to come out of the lack of events that we've had is that the borders between cities, towns, countries, continents has been removed. We can join events wherever we are in whatever country you want to go and see something interesting happening. Thinking about the Figma conference that I was a part of this year, we had 10,000 people from all over the world come and see this live event, which would just not be possible in the normal circumstances. So events switching to offline, sorry, Events switching from offline to online maybe hasn't been that bad a thing. Obviously, we don't have the, the in-person contact that we all strive for, but we can see more. We can attend an event every single day if we wanted to from, from our homes. It's also much less nervous for speakers. I've seen a few times on Twitter that speakers have found it so much more comforting to be able to deliver their material from home. There's the removal of the technical challenges that we have running events there's the butterflies in the stomach before you go on the stage and have to address people that you don't know those things have been removed and it's much easier for a speaker to feel confident and feel comfortable in their own space delivering a talk about something they want to do we've also seen kind of a rejection of capitalism in lots of senses we probably all very aware of the apple google lawsuits that have been growing and gaining speed of their competitiveness and their monopolies on tech industries and the fact that if you are a small company building something useful you're probably going to get bought out by a larger company and this is obviously great for the people building that product they can get huge financial rewards but for the greater industry it's not that good because we can't have an entire tech industry owned by just a few players in the game we need to have that competitiveness and the the little companies doing really great stuff i i look and admire at the work that's coming out of basecamp and hey.com when they're taking on the apple with their rejection of the 30 percent price on everything they sell which is clearly a lot it's a lot of revenue hit for a small company and hopefully in 2021, we can see lots of other companies sort of standing their ground and being supportive from the, the industry to allow them to thrive themselves without having that big hit from a much larger monopoly.
company. We just can't live in a world that's dominated by a few companies. 2021 has also seen the opportunity for us to push more collaboration, more anti-competitive, anti-corporations um, and Apple and Google. We're seeing massive strides forward with design systems. So I'm really hoping 2021 can deliver on the sort of larger picture of design as a, as a practice and as a skill. 2020 saw great strides with gaming as well. The the huge strides that Google Stadia made uh, with releasing the new GTA game was incredible. Obviously, there were glitches with the more traditional devices, which is an indication in itself that the online nature of gaming is going to be is going to keep going. And the success of Fortnite in itself should give us an indication that this is here to stay. And we need to buy into this. And for those of you that are gamers and like to design games and develop games, just think online first and you'll, you'll be okay. 2021 will probably bring us more remote work. We're not out of this yet. And I think that as we become more and more comfortable with our home situations and our companies have become more and more accommodating to us having that situation at home, things should become more, more normal. Not necessarily that's a good thing, but we want to be in a world where people can feel comfortable at work. I would love to see a, a change or a shift into a part, part remote, part office situation where you can have that contact with your team, maybe, you know, whether you need to collaborate in person on a, white, a physical whiteboard, remember those or not, uh, but still having those, those really deep thinking days at home. I remember being in an office and really struggling to knuckle down on a project for a few hours at a time, whereas at home I find myself a lot more productive. So hopefully productivity can continue to thrive in 2021. I would love to know what you've all thought of 2020. Please get in touch with us and let, let us know. And we'll see you with new episodes coming very soon. See you later. All right. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed that one. We just wanted to ask you one quick favor. We work crazy hard to bring the guests on and all the work that goes with it. We only ask you two things. The first one, if you aren't already subscribed, please hit that subscribe button. Whatever platform you're using, we're pretty much on all the platforms. And second is to just share it with somebody you think would enjoy it. That's all. It would mean so much to us. Thanks, everybody. Peace.